This is Deped School on the Air. Your partner in achieving the department's advocacy. Sulong Edukalidad. Deped School on the Air. Bridging your dreams into reality through equitably accessible podcast episodes. Deped School on the Air. Together, we make the magic of learning happen. This is everybody's worst nightmare. He assaulted her and tied her up and threw her in her basement and shut the door on her. A case like this just overtook all of our law enforcement agencies. We can take all the lessons we learned from this case and we probably won't see another case like this one ever. I'm Scott Weinberger, investigative journalist and former deputy sheriff. Bernadette is back, and I am beyond excited to share another practical and useful lesson for you, my dear grade 11 students. It's always best to start our day with a smile on our faces, even if life is sometimes tough and challenging. Life is short. We have to be able to laugh at our pains or we never move on. Never a lip is curved with pain that can't be kissed by a smile again. Stay kind and always smile even if the world may sometimes seem to be so cruel to us. So, sending good vibes to you by smiling and laughing a lot. I know you have mixed feelings right now considering the pandemic crisis we have been facing. But, as the saying goes, there is no stop in learning. Today, we are going to discuss one topic in 21st century literature from the world. Can you still remember the elements of a short story? What are these? Okay, we have setting, characters, theme, plot, and point of view. Excellent memory! With that, we will be discussing a story entitled Methonymy or the Husband's Revenge by Rachel De Quiro, a Brazilian writer. So, stay in a place with a friendly environment, sit tight, grab a pen and piece of paper, and make sure to take good notes as we journey around the world of literature. Stick around! Join me in my discussion and let me begin with our lesson objectives. At the end of the lesson, you are expected to First, describe the characters based on their dialogues, actions, feelings, and decisions. Second, infer events based on the characters' dialogues, actions, feelings, and decisions. 
And third, argue on the character's decisions or judgment. Let me ask you, do you like apples? While having a crunchy bite of it, have you ever thought of what an apple represents? An apple isn't just an apple. An apple represents temptation in the story of Adam and Eve. To Isaac Newton, it represented his discovery of the theory of gravity. Let's have a short drill. How about a white dove, yellow ribbons, and yellow shirt? Can you cite a particular character or persona or incident that the words are commonly associated with? I'll give you time to think. Some of you may probably mention prominent persons like Ninoy Aquino, Corazon Aquino, and nuns. Others would mention incidents like Edsa Revolution or Rally. Wow, great thinking! If you have noticed it, a word is used for another word associated with it. This is what we call metonymy. An example for this is the word pen in the famous saying, Pen is mightier than the sword. What does pen represent in this context? Pen stands for any written word, right? How about giving some more examples? You can just write it on a clean sheet of paper, then grab a photo of it, and then send it to me via messenger. We are about to read our story. Before that, let us first unlock some words in the story for better understanding. Identify the most appropriate word that suits the sentences from the choices that I will read for you. Let's begin! Number 1. The king embellished his queen with rich robes to make her wife the most beautiful among others. What does embellished mean? A. Cared B. Enhanced C. Destroyed or D. Protected Did you say protected? <coughs> oh no! You need to give it another try! Did I hit it right? Did you say enhanced? Great job! Embellished is synonymous with the word enhanced. Number 2. Aliana's boyfriend is having an illicit affair with his boss. What does illicit mean? A. Forbidden B. Mutual C. Legal or D. Rightful Did you say forbidden? Good job! Illicit is synonymous with the term forbidden. Number 3. The judges carefully scrutinized the models before choosing the best. What does scrutinized mean? A. Dissected B. Exposed C. Managed or D. Observed Did you say observed? Right! Observed is another term for scrutinized. Number 4 he cried before joining his regiment, for he realized the long months of not seeing his family. What does regiment mean? 
A. Superiors B. Tribe C. Battalion or D. Friends Did you say superiors? Oops! Give me another answer, please. Did you say battalion? Yes! This word is synonymous with the term regiment. This time, we will be discussing a story using jigsaw reading. We will read segments of the story entitled Metonymy or the Husband's Revenge by Rachel DeKiro. After reading each segment, we will analyze the details to infer the next event. To determine the most correct or nearest inference, I will proceed reading the next set of segments. Let's begin. I know another case of applied metonymy, a more disastrous one. It happened in a city of the interior, which I shall not name for fear that someone may recognize the parties and revive the scandal. What do you think is the scandal being referred to? Some of you may say it's something political. Who do you think are the people involved in the scandal? I know you have a lot to say like a politician, a woman, a kid, an old man, a murderer, and etc. are involved in the scandal. We'll look into that as we go on with the story. Let's continue reading the story. Well, in the city of the interior, there lived a man. In here, one of the people involved in the scandal is revealed. What do you think the man looks like? Some of you may say he looks masculine, good-looking, tall, or healthy. Hmm, we'll see. What do you think the man does? Did you say he's a politician? We'll see. He was not old, but he was spent, weak, and asthmatic. He was, however, a man of property. He owned the house, and the one next to it was a grocery store. I think this segment answers the last two questions. Although so unattractive, he was able to find himself a wife. Here, another person involved in the scandal is revealed. What kind of a woman did he marry? You would probably say she is a beautiful and poor woman. Hmm, that could be possible. What do you think are the changes in the woman's physical appearance after marrying a rich old man? From being poor to becoming rich? That could be an answer. Moving on. He married a poor girl who worked in a factory. Her face was consumed, so he felt safe. He did not foresee the effects of good nutrition and a healthful life on a woman's appearance. 
She ate well. The effects were like magic. Her body filled out. And her face, what a change. Moreover, money enabled her to embellish her natural advantages with art. She began to wear makeup, to wave her hair, and to dress well. How do you think their marital relationship went on? Could there be a chance of having a marital problem? We'll see. Lovely, attractive, she now found her sickly, prematurely old husband a burden and a bore. He did not even show much interest in love, just a sort of tepid, tasteless cohabitation. It was unjust for a young wife. And then fate intervened. It produced a surgeon. The surgeon was muscular, young, with a manly commanding voice and a healthy spring in his walk. He looked gloriously martial in his high-buttoned uniform. Here, another person involved in the scandal is revealed, the soldier. What do you think is the surgeon's link to the woman? I know what you're thinking. Well, same here. Let's see if we're right. One day, when the lady was in charge of the counter while her husband lunched, the surgeon came in. He asked permission to listen to the sports broadcast on the radio next to the counter. Maybe it was just an excuse to remain there a while. In any case, the girl said it would be all right. It is hard to refuse a favor to a surgeon, especially a surgeon like this one. Exactly what happened and what did not happen is hard to say. How would you describe the scenario in the store when the surgeon insisted on staying? The surgeon will ask for the woman's name, I think. Do you agree with me? Let's see. At most, he and the girl exchanged expressive glances and a few agreeable words, murmured so softly that the customers, always alert for something to gossip about, could not hear them. Three times more, the husband lunched while the wife chatted with a surgeon in the store. What do you think will be the result of those frequent visits? I know what you're thinking, guys. Let's move on. The flirtation progressed. Then, the husband fell ill, and the two others went far beyond flirtation. How and where they met, no one was able to discover. The important thing is that they were lovers and that they loved a forbidden love. You got it right, guys. What do you think will put an end to their forbidden love? Some of you would say the husband will discover their illicit affair and will sue them for concubinage. We'll check into that. Then fate, which does not like illicit love and generally punishes those two who engage in it, transferred the surgeon to another place of the country. It is said that those who love can really know the pain of separation. 
How is the woman affected by their separation? Obviously, the woman won't like it. What do you think? Will their illicit affairs stop already? Yes or no? We'll see. The girl cried so much that her eyes grew red and swollen. She lost her appetite. These symptoms aroused her husband's suspicion. Although curiously, he had never suspected anything when the love affair was flourishing. What do you think will the husband do to prove his suspicion? Do you have anything in mind? What will you do when you want to prove something? Let's see if you're right. He began to observe her carefully. He scrutinized her in her periods of silence. He listened to her sighs and to the things she murmured in her sleep. Will the husband ever find out the illicit affair? Did you say yes? What do you think will the husband discover? Did you say he'll discover a gift, a watch, or a letter? Wow, you're becoming an expert. He snooped around and found a postcard and a book, both with a man's name in the same handwriting. He found the insignia of the surgeon's regiment and concluded that the object of his wife's murmurs, sighs, and silences was not only a man, but a soldier. Now you know, guys. Let's move on. Finally, he made the supreme discovery that they had indeed betrayed him, for he discovered the love letters bearing airmail stamps, a distant postmark, and a surgeon's name. They left no reasonable doubt. Keep your secrets here. And the ungrateful girl had obeyed him. What do you think will the husband do with the letter? I know what you're thinking. Will he burn them? Let's check it out. Every day at the fateful hour of lunch, he anxiously reads the new letter. If there were no new letters, he rereads the one dated August 21st. It was almost impossible to swallow with the passion of those two thieves sticking in his throat. What do you think the husband will do with his wife? Or with the soldier? Did you say he will send them to jail? Let's see. When the poor man's heart had become utterly saturated with jealousy and hatred, he took a revolver and a box of bullets from the counter drawer. He loaded the revolver. One bright morning at exactly 10 o'clock, when the store was full of customers, he excused himself and went through the doorway that connected the store with his home. In a few seconds, the customers heard the noise of a row, a woman's scream, and three gunshots. 
was shot. Did you say he shot his wife, the soldier, or himself? They saw his wife on her knees, still screaming. And him with the revolver in his hand, trying to raise her. The front door of the house was open. Through it, they saw a man's legs wearing khaki trousers and boots. He was laying face down with his head and torso in the parlor, not visible from the street. Who do you think is the dead man? Did you say he shot the soldier? Let's check. You may call the police. The husband was the first to speak. At the police station, he explained that he was a deceived husband. The police chief remarked, Isn't it a little unusual? Ordinarily, you kill your wives. They are weaker than their lovers. Why do you think the husband did not kill his wife? In the name of love, he will not kill his wife, okay? Let's see. The man was deeply offended. No, I would be utterly incapable of killing my wife. She is all that I have in the world. Why should I want to kill my wife? I see, said the police chief. So, you killed her lover. Do you think the husband killed the soldier? You said yes. Let's see. Wrong again. The surgeon, her lover, was transferred to a place far from here. I discovered the affair only after he had gone. By reading his letters, they tell the whole story. I know one of them by heart, the worst of them. Why do you think the husband did not kill the soldier? Is he afraid of the soldier? Let's see. I thought of killing some of other surgeons here so that they would all learn a lesson not to fool around with another man's wife. But I was afraid of the rest of the regiment. You know how these military men stick together. The police chief did not understand. Those letters, if they were alive, I would kill them one by one. They were shameful to read. I couldn't get those letters out of my head. I had to put an end to it, didn't I? So today, at last, I did it. I went into the house, hid behind the door, and lay there waiting for him. The lover? asked the police chief stupidly. No, of course not. I told you I didn't kill her lover. It was those letters. The surgeon sent them, but he delivered them almost every day. There he was at the door, smiling with a vile envelope in his hand. Who do you think is the he being referred to? Are you still thinking about the soldier? Let's see. I pointed the revolver and fired three times. He didn't say a word. He just fell. 
Though, Chief, it wasn't her lover. It was the mailman. There you have it, guys. The last person involved in the scandal is a mailman. He was shot by the husband. That was his revenge, to murder the person who is responsible of handing the soldier's letters to his wife. Now, are you ready for our activity? Your task is to argue on the character's decision or judgment. Justify or prove the significant use of the indicated metonymy as basis or evidences of the illicit affair. Choose one from the three given scenarios. Remember to use any of the character analysis graphic organizer that we discussed before. Scenario number one. Argue or justify the metonymy for the revolver. Cite instances that led to the husband's revenge. Scenario number two. Argue or justify the metonymy for the soldier. Cite the reasons that hindered the husband to take revenge against the soldier or lover. Scenario number three. Argue or justify the metonymy for the mailman. Cite instances that served as the husband's basis for killing him. You have to email your answers to me until midnight tomorrow. Good luck! Wow! Finally, we are done discussing our story. Do you have any questions? Well, we have discussed a story written by a Brazilian writer. Who is this writer again? Right! Good memory! The writer is Rachel DeKiro. How about the title of the story? Very good! The title of the story is Metonymy or the Husband's Revenge. Who are the characters of the story? Great! We have the man, the wife, the surgeon, and the mailman. They are all involved in the scandal called... Yes! A murder! Who was murdered? Yes! Surprisingly, it was the mailman and not the soldier. This only proves that jealousy can move mountains. But always remember, we have to learn to write our hurts in the sand and to carve our benefits in stone. When someone hurts us, we should write it down on the sand where winds of forgiveness can erase it away. But when someone does something good for us, we must engrave it on a stone where no wind can ever erase it. We still have a long journey in the world of literature to be published in our next podcast episodes. So, stay tuned!
That would be all for our lesson today. This has been your podcast teacher, Mrs. Bernadette S. Trinidad, leaving you the message, knowledge is knowing that tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. I would love and like to read more of your comments on this episode via Messenger. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and share this episode. Always remember to keep yourself safe and sound all the time. Smile and enjoy the rest of the day. Happy learning! Till next time!